Welcome to the Stories She Sings, where we bring messages of biblical women to life through inspired songs. We hope this podcast will be a place of rest, refuge, and refreshing in the presence of God. All about angels. Some angels are little, like you. Some angels are big, like me. Angels do the nicest things. They watch over you, they protect you, they guide you, they help you find your way home when you are lost. Angels bring you apples. They hold your hand when you are lonely. They pray for you. Angels use their minds to move. Angels keep you warm when you are cold. They whisper, I love you, in your ear. They bring you presents that you like. They give you special things. You can see some angels, some you can't see, but you can feel them there. Angels sing you lullabies. They believe in you when sometimes you don't. They remember the best things about you when you have sort of forgotten. Angels like you even when you're sad, especially when you're silly, mostly when you're mad, bottles full when you are bad. Angels like you anytime. Angels smile at you. They speak angel words like, I love you. You are so pretty. You are so cute and beautiful. And everything will be all right. Angels love Jesus. They want to help people love Him, too. When you are sick and can't go to the park, angels bring you pieces of the park, leaves or a pretty rock. They feed you when you are hungry. They love children and babies and older folks, too, and everyone in between. Angels whisper to you when you are sleepy, sing to you when you are sad, warn you when there is danger, comfort you and make you glad. You can call an angel anytime, even in the middle of the night. Angels are never rude. They are only polite. Angels never call people names except pretty girl, good boy, sweetheart, and darling. When you are with an angel, times fly. Sad times, hard times, bad times too, but the good times last forever. Angels love to wish on stars, pray, make people feel good, laugh and smile, make people happy, play with sunbeams, dance with moonbeams. Angels give you the last piece of pie, the last stick of gum, the last slice of orange. Angels care all about you. They tuck you in at night. They make sure your pillow is fluffy and that the covers are covering your toes. They kiss you on the cheek and even on your forehead. They forgive you when you make mistakes and they help you to do better the next time. Angels use their wings and help you to try and use yours. Angels see where it hurts and kiss you better. Angels fix broken hearts. They play with you. Angels wipe your tears off. Angels aren't afraid of the dark, and they can help you see the light, too. Angels take the time to listen 
they know that feelings are most important. Angels are kind to their mommies, to their daddies, to their sisters, and to their brothers. Angels are kind to everyone. Heaven is full of angels. Earth has quite a few. Angels are gentle. Angels never say goodbye. They always remember you. Angels say, I'm sorry, when they see you are hurting. Some angels are people, too. You can color with the angels. They lift you high enough to paint the sky. You don't even have to stay in the lines. Angels like you just the way you are. But if you'd like, they'll help you to reach the stars. Angels get sad when you are sad. Angels get happy when you get happy. Angels never leave you or go too far away. They're always just a prayer away. The morning stars sang. Once upon a glorious morn, before the sea or sky was formed, before you or I were even born, before existed planet Earth, before anyone had tasted birth, Heavenly Father lived. In a glorious place, He gazed upon Heavenly Mother's face. 
Oh, sweet radiant were her eyes, like precious twinkling bits of sky. How he loved his precious wife. Pure love filled him deep inside. Charity they surely knew. From their sweet love came me and you. They tell us we had always been intelligence, brilliant bits of light, radiant, shining, beaming bright. He called us his morning stars. He'd chosen us from near and far. From their great love, eternal, dear, they fashioned for each a temple clean and clear. There he placed the light of you, then one of me. We rejoiced, both you and I. He called us good. We lived on high. We became one happy family there. Our heavenly parents' love we shared. Perhaps we floated, danced, and streamed. Perhaps we were like sweet sunbeams. We beheld ourselves in a brand new form, pure and clear, new spirits born. We knew in that wondrous place our heavenly mother's warm embrace. We listened to her pure voice sing melodies of eternal things. Yet they were different from us. They could touch, sweet caress. They called it bone and flesh, resurrected, glorified. This heavenly secret they did confide. One shimmering morn, Father called a council great. Before that moment, we'd known no hate. With only love and beauty there, t'was all we knew to give and share. We came as family, one and all. When Father stood, we knelt in awe. We listened to his flowing voice. He spoke to us of precious choice. We gazed into his eyes, so kind, mirroring love for us divine. He told us of a heavenly plan. We could be born as mortal man. We would leave his presence sure, be placed within a body pure, made like his of flesh and bone, not yet glorified as his own. His was bright and heavenly. We must pass through mortality. We rejoiced, oh, how we sang. Our voices harmonizing rang. He'd unveiled salvation's plan. Silence hushed, he said, you can become each one like me, but you must go to earth and trod the precious path that narrow leads to all I have to give to thee. shining star to lead your heart from where you are one shining ray can point the way one morning star becomes a new day lost in the dark adversity if you gaze heavenward, you'll see One shining ray can point the way Till all is bright, till you can see My 
He then told us of unheard of sin. We trembled to think of entering in. He asked whom he might send to save you and me from the grave. Silence fell upon our throng. The sparrows ceased their merry song. Who would save us when sin would blind? A whisper told, someone divine. The eldest son then stepped forth. Our voices hushed. We adored. Father, his tender voice was calm. He raised his strong and perfect palm. Send me. I will go and live a life divine that every wandering one may find the way back to precious thee. We will give to them free agency. I will love them, urge them, plead that they may return home to thee. Our throng was quiet, stilled, and hushed, amazed at what he offered us, to take upon himself our sin, that we might return home again. A heavenly still fell upon that scene. The glory be thine, he spoke again. There was reverent calm no more. Another pushed himself forth. His eyes glared straight upon that throne. T'was Lucifer, who'd once been strong. His sneering voice caused us to shake. We felt for the first time his awful hate. Send me, he cried in desperate voice. I will force them back. They'll have no choice. 
Twas terrible the evil strain. From him began contention's pain. The glory, he shouted, it shall be mine. Our pure hearts shivered deep inside. Our father's gentleness we'd but known. He stood now as a lion bold and thrust forth his blazing sword. Triumphant and shaking his loud voice burst. They must be free. I'll send the first. The battle waged from then on between. Heavenly Father's son and Satan's team. Michael the archangel led the obedient against those deceived whom Satan sent. The story now grows fierce and bold. One third of heaven's hosts were sold as slaves to the first lie the spoiler told. In great terror, Father thrust them out, and all those angry ones did shout that they would ever unseen try to spoil the joy of you and I. Heaven's gate swung tightly closed, locked from the threats of those poor souls. Now we who chosen righteousness once more felt sweet heavenly bliss. The sun shone brightly once again. The birds sang sweetly. We joined in. Peace shimmered in upon that place. Smiles fell upon each noble face. He blessed us into small families. You shall hold hands through mortality. Promises each made to each to endure and strive and reach.
It came your time to be born, after mine one precious morn. Loved ones came and sweet embraced, cupped your tender smiling face. Whispers stirred that morning still, be faithful, true. You cried, I will, I will be strong, I will return. I will keep my promises upon the earth. You knelt in a reverent bow. Heavenly Mother kissed your brow. You would forget her loving face. You would miss her warm embrace. Our Father pronounced blessings upon your head. T'was then heard his grand amen. You would forget just who you are. You, their precious morning star. Crystal tears sparkled in every eye. You gazed through yours and said, Goodbye. Then you bravely turned to go, to step within your mortal home. Through the veil you passed first, on your way to us at birth, where memories of your wondrous home were sealed in silence upon your soul. As I searched your newborn eyes, I saw remembered bits of sky, Twinkling hints of memory sparkled as you gazed at me. I believe you recognized we'd been friends in holier skies. Now, with the veil securely placed, no heavenly memory you retrace. I teach you of sweet heaven above, where you first chose his plan of love, where you stood tall and strong and true. This knowledge warms both me and you. Upon this earth, Choose to be strong, to remain unblemished by snares of wrong. Choose to cling tightly, choose to be bold when Lucifer's spoiling lies are told. For there is no joy in life but one, to follow close behind the sun. Our bodies, of flesh, blood, and bone, can become like our Father's own. Powerful, strong, glorious light, shining, Radiant, eternal, bright. That is why, once upon a glorious morn, before you and I were even born, throughout the heavens our voices rang when side by side we stood and sang. Sing song. 
ago, a baby boy was born. He came sweet, soft, and velvety, one sparkling crystal morn. In that lowly manger lay God's only begotten Son. Heaven fresh and innocent, the Prince of Peace had come. His mother gazed upon his face, lips curled in a smile. His lashes lay upon his cheeks. He would sleep for but a while. His father gazed upon him, then on the mother there. She whispered through the silence. Sweet reverence filled the air. The Prince of Peace is sleeping. The young mother softly spake. He who has the power to bless mankind will wake. We must gently teach him while he is fresh and new, of the power in his tiny hands, of the work that he shall do. The father nodded slowly, the burden he felt great. He loved this prince, this baby boy. He would protect him from the hate. Many souls were envious of the power in these wee hands. They lay curled upon his tiny chest, hidden within a perfect man. In these dimpled fingers, power to bring rest to the sick and the afflicted. These tiny hands would conquer death. These hands would remain innocent and pure throughout the years. They had come at last to bless, to wipe away man's tears. The power to move mountains, the power to crush sin, the power to mend the broken, lay sleeping deep within. At last, the Prince of Peace had come. The two marveled, still amazed, that they had been the chosen ones to teach him day by day. He would do miracles, turn water into wine. He would heal the lepers, give sight unto the blind. He would come with power, in his hands slept unaware, would one day be crucified, but for now he knew no care. Tears of love welled in the eyes of those tender parents there, whilst angels tender lullabies sang sweet, a precious prayer. He's come, the sweet Messiah, 
He's come, the Prince of Peace. These little tiny fingers with wisdom shall increase. The scene has changed, my little one. That newborn babe's a man. He walks among his followers. He smiles upon his friends. Close your eyes and come with me. See the picture in your mind. The Prince of Peace is walking in days of olden time. Look, he heals a blind man, blind from his birth. Hear the man rejoicing, see him bow upon the earth. Look, he heals a lame man, bids him to arise. See the man is standing, hear his joyful cries. Look how tenderly he treats the woman bent in shame. She gazes amazed upon him, whispers amen in his sweet name. Look, he heals ten lepers, only one turns back to praise. Where are the others that were healed? Jesus gently says. Look, he calms the tempest with a whisper of his voice. The Prince of Peace came to earth that mankind might have joy. Look, he's raised a dead man who in death had been asleep. The power in his gentle hands crushed death for you and me. My little one, now gaze upon this wondrous Prince of Peace. Look upon his outstretched hands. They reach for you and me. Look once more, the scene has changed. Tis another's hands I see. Cradled on your precious head, sweet words he's whispering. In the name of Jesus Christ, by the virtue that I hold, through the power of the priesthood for him who loves your little soul, this man speaks for Jesus Christ. He needs worthy men to lay righteous hands upon mankind to bless his precious friends. The priesthood gives men the power to act in Jesus' name. When you receive a blessing, it is the very same as if the Prince of Peace had come. Lay his hands upon your head, his power given to righteous men to be his voice instead. He gives worthy men the power to move mountains of great pain, to crush the effects of sin, to baptize in his name, to give blind men new precious sight, to cause the deaf to hear. When Jesus went to heaven, he gave power to men here. Righteous men who love this prince can become princes too. They can act in Jesus' name and bless both me and you. To bless and pass the sacrament, to collect sweet offerings, to lay hands upon each precious head and whisper soft blessings. What a precious privilege the Prince of Peace gives worthy men to act, to speak, in his own name, he put his power in their hands. With the 
When Jesus left for heaven, his disciples felt so sad. They had walked and talked with him. He made their hearts feel glad. Now they gazed upon him. He had been their friend for years. Jesus understood their thoughts, and his tender eyes were tears. I will not leave you all alone. My love shall never end. I have a precious gift for you. It shall be your sacred friend. You need not ever feel alone. I have the gift that you yearn most. My love shall remain close to you through the gift of the Holy Ghost. His disciples did not understand. They gazed anxiously at him. They could not see anyone. Where was this sacred friend? You shall not see him, said God's Son, as he listened to their thoughts. His friend shall dwell within you, deep within your hearts. The Holy Ghost is whom I'll send without flesh or bone. He shall come to comfort you. His heart is like my own. He will warn you of great danger, as I would if I walked near. He will bring to you sweet comfort. He will bless you with good cheer. Peace will calm your troubled hearts. Hope will dry your tears. Through this sacred friend, I'll send courage for your fears. He will bring my light to you. He will cause your smile to shine. You will never feel alone. The love he brings is mine. Do not fear, my little flock, for I must go away. But unto you my peace I give. You must learn to walk by faith. Like me, my sacred friend grows sad. Like me, he cannot stay. If you invite sin in your heart, he sadly goes away. He will not ever force you to choose to do what's right. His is a gentle, still, small voice. In darkness, he is light. As you come to know him, this friend you shall adore. You shall feel a closeness to me. At times, my love shall pour. Do not be afraid, my flock. I'll not be far away. I leave my peace within your hearts, where my sacred friend shall stay. When you start feeling lonely or empty deep inside, call upon my name in prayer. Through him I shall abide. His heart is like my very own. Through him I'll speak to you. I will never leave you comfortless. My friend shall stay with you. The disciples were so grateful. They bent down upon their knees. They understood he had to go, but he left with them his peace. This precious gift that Jesus gave shall come when we but call. He has not left us all alone. We have the most sacred friend of all. Just.
an angel's soft caress. Come lift away life's deepest pain. Embrace with tenderness. Sing healing there in fervent prayer. Angels bend and bless. Point to the place, the tender place, the magic kisses bless. Sweet smiling faces, tender places, magic. The small girl was curled upon her mother's lap. Mommy, when will I die? She asked. Her mother gazed tenderly upon her seven-year-old daughter. Why do you ask? Because I want to know, replied the small girl. Because I want to die before I turn eight. Her usual cheery voice trembled. The young mother wondered why her little child spoke so. I want to be good enough to go back and live with Heavenly Father. And if I have to wait, I may never be good enough. If I die before I'm baptized, I will still be good enough. The mother gently caressed the brown curls which framed her daughter's worried face. Honey, it is true that little children who die before they turn eight years of age return to their Heavenly Father. But do you know what it means to be baptized? The small girl shook her head. There was a deep concern in her young, tear-filled eyes. When you are baptized, it means that if you will always ask Heavenly Father to forgive you for any mistakes you make, you will become just as pure and sweet as you are as a little child. No matter how old you become, each time you repent after you are baptized, you can become as a little child to your Heavenly Father. The small girl gazed hopefully into her mother's eyes as she continued, even Mommy becomes as a little child each time I tell Heavenly Father that I am truly sorry for the mistakes I make. You do not need to be small to live with Heavenly Father again. You only need to be as trusting and as believing and as humble as you are right now as a little child. If you will always need Heavenly Father as you grow older, just as you need me when you are small, you will have no need to fear it will not matter when you die. If you will become as a little child, you will always be pure and sweet, and it will not matter how old you are when you return to Him. The small girl's concerned brow relaxed as her deep brown eyes closed peacefully. She wanted to live with her Heavenly Father again. Now she would not be afraid of her eighth birthday, for she would soon be baptized, and she would always remain as a little child no matter how old she grew. A tender smile curled peacefully upon her lips as she drifted into a sweet slumber. She could hear her mother's voice lullabying her with a verse from the scriptures. Except you repent and become as a little child, you shall not enter into heaven, for such is the kingdom of heaven. If you will always love your heavenly Father just as you love him now, you will live with him again, I promise. 
I will always be his little child, whispered the small girl faintly as she drifted into a peaceful sleep.
Why did Father in Heaven create you? Have you ever wondered why? There is a glorious purpose why you are you and I am I. He formed our precious bodies, one for each spirit child. Then He dressed us each in one to wear on earth a while. There are secrets deep inside you, like the memory of His smile, the warmth of His soft embrace you've forgotten for a while. You can't remember who you were, I can't remember me, but we loved our Heavenly Father. Listen carefully. You are not your body. Inside of it lives you. You are a spirit child clothed with flesh and bone brand new. You can see through sparkling windows. Yes, we call them eyes. When you're happy, how they twinkle. When you're sad, oh, how they cry. You have two ears to listen, to good music, to kind words, to hear gentle sounds of nature like the lulling coo of birds. You also have a mouth and voice through which you sing and speak about the feelings that you feel inside your heart so deep. You have a nose, you should be glad with it you freely breathe. Did you know each breath you take keeps you on earth with me? Father made two hands for you to share and work and play. We will teach them to choose wisely. We will teach them how to pray. He gave to you this body, a precious brand new home. He wants you to protect it. It is your very own. One day he will call you. Tell me, my little child, what did you do upon the earth? You were gone from me a while. Your spirit eyes will open. You will see him once again. And you will remember sweet memories of him. How did I use my precious eyes? I used them to watch the sun set and rise. I used them to twinkle. They helped me smile. I used them to cry once in a while. What did I choose to do with my ears? I heard of sadness, then wiped away tears. With my two hands I worked and I played. With my voice I sang and I prayed. Then Father shall bless you with heavenly gifts, a brand new glorified body like His, shining and shimmering, brilliant and bright. His greatest gift is eternal Sweet. 
Above the clouds, in the bluest part of the sky, was a kingdom. It was a beautiful kingdom that shimmered with light. It had been there for forever. In that kingdom lived a mighty king. He wore a crown of great glory. The children in the kingdom loved their noble king. They called him father. There was a prince in the kingdom who was strong and noble. Each time he smiled, sunbeams danced from his eyes. The children of the kingdom adored the prince. One day, the king called the prince to his side. There is a land beneath the clouds where sadness and sorrow dwells. There is a dragon there who has cast a wicked spell upon the people of the land. The spell causes the people to fight and to quarrel one with another. They have forgotten who they are. They are more miserable than ever. Their cries have reached my ears. I must send someone to slay the dragon. Send me, father. I will go. I will slay the dragon. The king gazed upon his son. How he loved him! He knew that the strong and noble one could save the people in the land beneath the clouds from the fiery breath of the dragon. He called all of his children together. Whispers stirred among them. Why has the king called us? They knew something of great importance was going to happen. The king told his children about the land beneath the clouds. He told them about the dragon and the wicked spell he had cast upon the people in the land. He told them of the hate and contention that gathered in that land. The strong and noble prince stood before the children of the kingdom. I offered my life once to the king to go to the land beneath the clouds to save the people from the dragon. Now I must return and slay him. The children of the kingdom were quiet as they listened to the prince. 
Was this the great and terrible day? How much they loved the prince. They knew how much he loved them and the people of the land beneath the clouds. I will send him, said the king, with a shield and a sword. The darkness lifted and the morning sun rose to shine upon the land in perfect beauty and light. The children of the kingdom and the people of the land gathered upon the mountain where the prince had slain the dragon. They found the dragon laying dead beside the shield and the sword. Engraven upon the shield were these words, I came to save those who have believed upon me and who have believed upon my father. Let every man, woman, and child take upon themselves the shield of faith and the sword of my spirit, lest the dragon awake and reclaim them. And then began a thousand years of perfect peace. Laughter and joy and merriment dwelt in the land below. At last, the kingdom of heaven had come to dwell upon the earth, and the people truly lived happily ever after. An ancient spirit dwells herein, one born among the stars, lived eons of eternity, traveling from afar, a child of God created to fulfill a destiny. Now the pathway lit for 